from your block to the comic shop. Drop a gem on Sean. You know I got tools, infinite, Wavelength time to sign in as Dove Floyd and Claudius chime in on topics of comics brought to expand the hip hop connect with a gauntlet in hand. They got it locked in, they floss in the brand. The block to the comic shop, they cross and examine. Representation spamming and moved on the shelf, and the system is happy with the movement is dealt. We don't wait for the sick to improve on the health, so we pull a Thanos, fine, I'll do it myself. And it'll come out extra clean, fresh for the fans like an extended scene. With the hip-hop and comic dimension they activate you with gems they present in hand in the gauntlet yes we gon' flaunt it hip-hop marvels will bring you the rawness hip-hop marvels will bring you the rawness hip-hop marvelites what's good welcome to another episode of hip-hop marvels podcast I'm your host, Dub Floyd. Do remember to give us a like, follow us on multiple social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Hip Hop Marvels, and give us a listen on your favorite podcast streaming apps. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and much, much more. Oh, can't forget SoundCloud. Can't forget SoundCloud. Today we have another guest. And this has been my homie for years now. He's been in the industry low-key because he prefers to stay that way. But uh, he's he's very influential and he's done a lot of things within hip-hop. And his artwork is amazing. He's worked with The Source magazine. He's done mixtape artwork for your favorite DJ. He's done album art for some notable MCs, some notable artists, Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, Busta Rhymes, you name it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about Miami Chaos, and I'll be chopping it up with him right after this. Stay tuned. Don't go nowhere. We got a lot from your block to the comic shop. Okay out there in Marvelland, face front, this is Stan Lee speaking. You've probably never heard this before, so anything is liable to happen. The first 10 minutes of this is going to be me exiting Walmart and then hitting a the Dunkin' before I go in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> No, but yo, that's that's tip. That, you still doing the same thing, yo? Like it's, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a creature of habit. Hey, for real, you still doing the same thing? Um, I know you still, you, you still do the uh, the sushi and wine on the fr- on Fridays. Uh, not so much every Friday, but we still do it. We do about twice a month now. Oh okay. no, maybe on a, maybe like on a Saturday or something like that. Right, right. But yeah, yeah, you know. Old habits that hard. <laughs> For real. I wanted to get you on the podcast because, uh, number one, like, you, you kind of helped bring this to fruition, being that, I mean, you created the logo. But other than that, 
my run in the mixtape game, you helped me out a lot with that. Due to our love for hip hop and comedy. It was reciprocal though. It was reciprocal. Everybody helped everybody. Right, right, for sure, for sure. I mean, but but like that's that's why I gravitated towards you more, especially for my my artwork, um, due to the fact that you had you you had a history in hip hop, um, and also you know you enjoyed comics just as well as I did. So that was just like I was like it was a no brainer. Like this guy can bring whatever I think of to life on you know a cover. Yeah, and I and I res- I respected your skills and creativity because you if you remember I kind of. I tried to choose more working with blend DJs than the exclusive DJs, even though the exclusive DJs were the ones, too, that was getting, like, the most shine because they were getting, quote-unquote, exclusive songs back then. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, But right. I like I liked the dudes who, you know, it was... it was Yo, yo you sonically made art. I, and I appreciate that, man. Like, I, I just wanted visuals to kind of complement what I was doing because, like, you remember, I was, I was doing a lot of my projects... You know, a lot of my projects were pop culture based, you know, comic book based. Like I had a theme to them. There, you know, a lot of them were um, concept mixtapes and stuff like that. So, I, you know, I I felt that the art had to match that. I couldn't do anything like less less than that. Yeah. What we do on Hip Hop Marvels is we ask people the Hip Hop Marvels origin story. The first part being, how did you get into hip hop? And the second part, the second part is, what was it that got you into Marvel? You said, well, the last part you said, what was it that got me into Marvel? Yeah, into Marvel, like you know, into reading the comics, yeah. into you know, the characters and stuff like that. Okay, all right. So the hip hop part, kind of easy. I grew up, you know, I don't want to say it sounds cliche though, too, but I grew up, you know, the kind of environment I grew up, and I grew up in the age where hip hop, it was a, it was a. When I grew up when everybody was uh, calling it a fad. It just was something we didn't know how big it was actually going to be. They thought it wasn't going to last that long. But, you know, it wasn't... It was It was before the commercialism... Commercializa- commercialization of it. You know, where it was just all about being, being dope, getting some recognition, you know. That, like hood fame. So, the, what, it, what it was, the, the four elements... You had to be good at least one of them, you know. There were some cats that were good at all of them, you know. But I, I come from the, the 10,000 hour theory kind of mind frame. So I always thought to master one thing before moving on to something else. So I was good at graffiti because of the art stuff. But, you know, I tried. I, I knew how to DJ. I learned how to do it only because of Jam Master J. Was a, he was a big influence on me on that that aspect. Again, that's why I like to create the more to blend DJs. I love scratches. You know, DJ Premier hands down is my favorite producer. Uh, yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's kind of a no-brainer for some most people. Yeah, you know. So, so I, I you know I, I came up on that end doing graffiti and everything like that, and just grew with the culture. So. And from there, even before the, even before hip hop show, I was reading comics. You know, remember? I, I, if you remember, um, and I, I stopped posting this. I did stop posting on Twitter. But back in the days, every Wednesday. Oh wait, wait, wait. Speaking of, you know where I'm? Where um, I'm on my way back from though too, right? The first stop of my trip when I went out today, this Wednesday. 
Oh like yeah, 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 for sure. It's, yeah, it's comic book. Yeah, yeah comic book Wednesday. You for yeah. sure. That's the same routine. Yeah, I already know. <laughs> and um, it said not that many choices anymore. I mean, it's choice, but comic books are four dollars a pop now. So I'm not, you know, I'm not just spending thirty two dollars on books. That's like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's now down. I, I grabbed uh, Thor and and uh, the new Detective Comics, but uh. But yeah, so I used to always say, um, teach your kids, you know, about reading as an entertainment because that helps them grow from it. So my parents, you know, I was reading comics as a kid. And, you know, from there, from comics, I moved on to magazines, to books, because at some point, like I said, you see it as entertainment and not punishment. You don't give a kid a comic book. His only experience to reading is, is school. And that feels like, that feels like work, you know. Uh, go home, read these four pages. And then do the summary at the end. Right. That's, that's, <laughs> that's work to kids. Right. You know? So, I'm reading comic books, and that was entertainment. So, I moved on. But now, as far as Marvel, I, I like Marvel more for a couple of things. Uh, one, even though he went on to DC, but Marvel primarily had Jack Kirby. The king. And Jack Kirby. Yeah. yeah, hands down, the greatest comic book artist, you know? And, and again, I call Jack... Jack Kirby like Nas when Nas says I'm the truest it ain't a, a rapper alive that I ain't influenced you know there ain't there ain't no cat that draws <laughs> that Jack Kirby had that, an that, influence that, exactly yeah I'm about to say that that's that's um that's over 30 years old that ain't trying to draw like Jack King Kirby at one point <laughs> right you know? I mean Stan Stan Lee Stan Lee said it best though because like when you know Jack Kirby defined the Marvel look. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I know he did some stuff for DC, but even, like, looking at some of the DC stuff he's done, it's like, okay, you can't help but to think that it came, you know, that, that was Marvel, you know? He was, he, was un, he was unconventional. Jack Kirby could draw a panel of, of somebody pouring a glass of water, and it looked like action pack. Right, exactly. You know? So, and then, and then when you compare the Marvel heroes to the DC heroes... Marvel heroes were always more realistic and like uh, almost uh, so what am I like tragic? Hum- like yeah, humanized, humanized. Like yeah, I, it, um, the past couple of episodes of the podcast, you know, um, the last one we just talked to uh, um, Sanford Green and Mike Del Mundo. Oh, word. yeah, the thought, the thought I just picked the, up, yeah, uh, Mike, Mike Del Mundo. Yep, we just talked to him, and then um, before that, we talked to DJ Eclipse. Okay. Of nonfiction fame, but he, uh, we were saying the same thing that you know I was asking them uh, why they were into Marvel more so than DC, and they were saying the same thing. Like, you know, basically it's more realistic. It's more these, these characters have feeling, emotion. Um, yeah, you can relate to them more. Um, and not only that, I mentioned you know that geography wise, it was relatable. Um, you can these are places you can actually visit. You know, we talked about Spider-Man being in Queens and. And yeah, you yeah. can even go up into uh, up into uh, Kamala Khan, you know, the new Miss Marvel. She's from my birthplace, Jersey City, New Jersey. And there's like actual pages in the panel, you know, actual panels on the pages that um, you, you can see land landmarks and stuff that I, you know, I've been to and grown grown around. So all of these things are, are very relatable. So I think that's why a lot of people gravitate towards Marvel because it's. it's you get a sense of uh, like you know these characters. Yeah, exactly. 
you know. And you know that, and and they tackled. I want to say yeah, like more like real real issues. You know, the whole thing with uh, the X Men said the whole uh, ideology on that was based on uh, King and and Malcolm X, and you know, and they were they were hated and feared. You know, and, and that was real too because I mean now the only criticism as I'm older and I look at it now though was you know I, I would it looked like they could have kind of kind of squashed that a little bit like because at the end of the day how do you know how did it, how did the public know who were mutants and who wasn't you know right to to know who to hate but at the same time though I did understand that part that uh, and man and now even though it's DC man is still did tackle this kind of the best way to like if there was a superpowered person around the general uh consensus would be people would fear it you know yeah for sure and you know and and that's what the x-men was you know and i've been going back i've been going back collecting uh the marvel masterwork paperbacks just to reread some of those old stories and you see like you know when people saw the x-men they used to freak out no matter even though they see one dude they see magneto or somebody tearing the, the, the city up the people fighting magneto they were just as scared of them Right. You know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's I mean it I I thought it was clever how, you know, um, you know, Stan Lee played a part in that too, you know, just to bring light to civil rights and and stuff like that. Yeah. Um a lot of people it, it's crazy cuz I just put a post up of uh Malcolm X and wearing the Magneto helmet and uh, a lot of Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. That was dope. Yeah, and uh some people commented and, and had no idea about it like wow you know and then some people it's crazy because i didn't really didn't have to school anybody it, it, people that were commenting were schooling everybody else like yeah it's, it's based off of malcolm x and, and dr martin luther king and you know it was kind of giving a lesson and that's the whole point and purpose of you know hip-hop marvels like, to you know give give these lessons these history lessons um, not only on civil rights because I mean I, you could say civil rights is a part of hip hop, um, but um, not only on that, but on hip hop as a whole, you know. So, um, so like, what 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 are you working on these days? Like, cause I, I know um, from time to time you you post up, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, the only thing now, in between, mostly I post up stuff that I do for myself real quick because here's how the game changed so much there's a lot of work that I do that I lose track of and because at the, because it's like okay I finished the cover last night I sent it to the guy it's changed now because it's not so much with the exclusive game and people trying to put out stuff first I don't always know when somebody wants something out so if I, if I finish your cover last night and I wake up today if I post it I don't want to get an email, you know, or something from you saying, hey, hey, I'm not ready to show that yet. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's understandable. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, so now I got, that's almost everything, you know? So now I just got stuff that, it depends on, it depends on people if I know, you know, if I know them sometimes, you know, when I'm shooting up real quick, I'll just go, you know, every now and then. Or, or if it's something that I did that I exceptionally like too, I'll go, I'll kind of go, hey, let me know when I can post this, you know? And they go, okay. And some people go, yeah, please post it right now, you know? Right. But there's a lot of stuff that I'm sitting on. I don't know what happened with. Um, I did during the, the what you call it the um, what do you call it? What's the what's the big soccer event? Uh, oh, uh, fi- every uh, year. is it FIFA or you talking about the World Cup? 
Yeah, the World Cup. I just did something for the World, the last World Cup with um, Neymar and all of them. They were wearing. Uh, it was through. It was through Beats. So, so Beats hired me to to do something. I did all this, this artwork. It was supposed to be for some singles or something with like Neymar. Um, I forget the couple of the guys. So they wanted them like like characters, like based on their personality. So, so one of them um, was like the, a gambler, you know, and all this. I did that stuff. I don't know what happened to that artwork, but I, but again, I, I ended up having to sign something saying that I couldn't just well because I signed the rights. I had to, I signed the rights to the art. Oh, okay. So, so you couldn't just like release so, it. Yeah, I don't I don't want to post it again because you know, and and these people follow me now because I don't know if they follow me then, but I know because they hit me on Instagram and really to contact me. So I know they follow me on Instagram. So I don't want to post it again, and they'd be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Right, right. But I did. And then uh, I just did. Now I posted a little bit of the art, um, but not the whole thing. Recently, I don't know if you saw that. Uh, some I put up like some Max B and French Montana art stuff like that. Yep, I, yep. I see. But I did. So I did two albums. Two. Well, I don't know. Again, because some of the stuff they give you information like needs on a need to know basis. I know they said it was it was two French Montana albums. But it was based around again. I don't know if he's uh, if he got a a steak sauce or something coming out. But the the one concept was just a nice portrait of French Montana. Now, if I do post, if you ever see this, or if you see me post it, I'm gonna post it before before the, what they asked me to do to it. But they said just a nice portrait of French Montana, right? Right. So I said okay, I did that. But then they were like. And then they want steak sauce all over his mouth and dripping and everything like that. And <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. You know, you know, remember, you remember what I used to always say with that. As soon as I heard it, I was like, all right, they just poured the wax sauce all over <laughs> this. You know? The wax sauce all over. That was one thing. That was one thing about not to cut you off, but that was one thing about you. Like you hated getting projects to work on that weren't like entertaining to you. Right. Yeah. Well. I had to I had to embrace a uh, part of it, you know. On one end, when I was an artist, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the other side of it is, you know, uh, I forgot who I had that conversation with. Uh, was it Wiz or somebody? They were like, are you an artist or are you a businessman? Though and they were like, if you're a businessman, then you wanna you got to do what the people what they what they're paying you to do, you know. Well, you know, I mean, if I accept. Yeah, it, for sure, because it's it's the same way. Uh, we and we had this conversation before with me DJing, like you know. Sometimes I, I just wish I could just play what I wanted to play. But if you want to make money, <laughs> you know what I mean? At the exactly. same time, you got to give in somewhere. So, yeah, I get that whole so, ideology. You know? Yeah, so so the, so the two covers, so it was that one, the close-up. And then it was one, a, another one where they said they want, they want him sitting at a table, a nice, uh, fine-looking table. Him, uh, Chinks, and Max B. And French is, uh, he's chowing down, he's cutting up a big steak, and his, and again, his face dripping with steak sauce, and then right past the, the fine table, the fine dining room, they want to see it like, like they're in the middle of the hood or something like that, where it's just, you know, all ghetto and everything, right past the table. So, I, I did, I did, yeah, I did both of them, but then I never got anything like, oh, and there was no titles of it, because... They said, I said, I said, is there, is there any, uh, any, any title for this? And they went with French sauce only because when I sent them the first, like the sample, like the first one, that's what I titled it. I wrote, like I said, I wrote French sauce for the file. 
And then they were like, well, yeah, call a print store. So I don't know if he has a steak sauce coming out or if he got a project coming, you know. So these are, like I said, these are like stuff that I'm doing is just, it's just out there that I don't know what's, what's going on. I got, I got a graphic novel that I got paid to do uh, almost two years now um, that every now and then I remind the guy, like, to, you know, the, the, I, I, I was trying to tell him, like, the breakdowns on how to create a comic, right. like the dialogue and everything like that, you know. I was just telling him, like, you know, you can send me a... a, a uh, so this is the exciting part of all of the coffee. How you doing? Can I get a, an extra large uh, hot banana split coffee with uh, extra banana split, four equals, and extra cream, please? Yeah. I'm, you know I'm going to the gym after this. Yeah, I already know. This is, ladies and gentlemen, this is... This is uh, Typical chaos and like this is stuff. This is a routine he's done for years. From <laughs> f- from the first time I've known him, like he's been doing the same routine. Um, especially yeah, on Wednesdays. I, I love coffee. Especially on Wednesdays too. He hits, he hits the comic shop. You know, comic book Wednesday. He gets his coffee. Hits the gym. Like it's you know it's like clockwork. So, yeah. but yeah, get um let let the people know a little bit of. Um, your history doing what you do. Um, a lot of people may not. Okay. A lot of people may not realize you've done work with the source. So okay, so the source work. Thank you. The source work was uh, for social media, where um, you know you had to mail out. You either had to have a connection to something, or you had to mail samples to the companies. You know to get their attention. So. I remember uh, I used to send the source. I used to send them like examples of my artwork and stuff like that. And uh, sometimes, well, again, what I found out, if you mail it to the wrong editor, they don't necessarily respond back. So when I was sending it, um, maybe like one of the, I forgot whatever editor. But then eventually I, I think I had a Dario Strange, the, the creative editor. And, um, he called me in, and this is the, the, the first time we're home from this, I, It's bad that this is going to be on tape. But <laughs> yeah, they got, they got to tighten it up a little bit. Um, so, so Dario Strange, eventually, he was the creative director. He, he saw the work. He called me in. I met with him, and he was talking about uh, bringing me in, bringing me on board. But then he had a side project, and it was like, Oh. Give me a favor. Could you put a couple more pumps of uh, the, the banana split? Yeah, thank you. So he said uh, he wanted to bring me on board for this personal project, and it was due like in two days from then, and it was all this work, and he, and it was no money, but it was like, oh, but it's going to help you, and then I can help you with the sauce. Maybe back then I, was like, nah, you know, that's okay. You know, the I. Had, I I had, a, I had a decent job, so it wasn't like I was hurting for money. So I was like, nah, I'm good then. I'll, I'll so then, you know, I, I waited a while. And then uh, I saw, uh, okay. So, and again, this, so this is all the resources. I used to go to, to what do you call that place? Um, eight, no, not eight. eight it was a big one, a Tower Records on 4th Street. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. No, 8th Street, that's right. That's, no, no, it was on 4th Street, that's right. It was off 8th Street. 4th Street, 
uh, and I used to go down in the, in the magazine, the magazine section where they had, you know, they had back then, dude, back then you used to see like 15 easily uh, hip hop and music mags and everything like that, you know. So I, I used to go and I would just write down um, all of the all of the, the editors information and the mail and thing, and, you know, and just send work into them. So then Star, Star had a, a magazine called Around the Way Around the Way Production. So you so and, I, and we're talking about we're talking about Star of Star infamous Buck Star, Wild, yeah, yeah, Star and Buck Wild. But now the Star Report. I still I listen to his podcast uh, still now too. Well, actually, me and him, we, you know, we're still linked because I'm helping them do merchant merchant stuff, t-shirts and cups and all kind of crazy stuff. Okay, dope. dope so dope. yeah, so so Star now Star was in this in this business. I, I do give him credit. He was like one of the few and the first person to actually like tell me something and and keep his word. You know what I mean? He liked my work. We we met up. We were talking, and this dude he said he said, "Hey, I can't really put you on right now, but um, I want to work with you, man. If I if I get a, if I get a chance, you know, you're on." So I'm like, "Okay, cool." So we kept in touch and stuff. You know, we would still kind of hang out a little bit, you know. And uh, and I'm so now I'm working for the for the for the city. I'm working for the Department of Sanitation, and, uh, and the, I worked in a sick leave unit, right? So, so one day I get a, I get a text, I get a text from Star. Cause this is the beginning of technology now. I think we had like beepers back then, you know. So, so he beat me. He was like, "Yo," cause he 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 hooked up with I think was it Loud, Loud Records, and they were doing like uh, I can't I can't remember the name of this this album, but it was the guys. It was some rappers from Cali, and the album cover, I, I remember it had them like, uh, like in a big a big band or something like like Tula it was something like but but basically he was they were paying Star to work on this album. I don't know how he finagled because he wasn't a producer or anything like that. <laughs> but but he was in it and he was like, yo, we going out to we going out to California. Come out here, there's gonna be a lot of opportunities. We're gonna meet with all these people. I want you out here. So I said, okay. I asked the job, I said, look, um can I take a couple of you know, I gotta take a, uh, about a week or two off. And they were like, no. Because, you know, it's too short notice, right? It was right. like, no, you know. So I said, okay, well, I guess then I'm putting in my two weeks right now. So I went to California. As soon as I got out there and saw those palm trees, I, I called everybody in New York. I said, look, I don't think I'm coming back, you know. <laughs> I got, I kind of got turned I kind of got turned out for a quick minute. You were so sold. I, I got out there. Yeah. Hooked up with Star. We was working, you know, you know, made some connections. I met uh, Dream Hampton and, and people like that, and then uh, so Star it, it dawned on him that he was uh, his contract was so he had to renegotiate it, and uh, he was he, he, he was like, uh, you know what? I got I got my own guy now. I want him to illustrate the, the, the articles. Um, I want him to illustrate illustrate the column for me. And wasn't that much pushback? They said, let's get to work. Um, Back then, again, we had to fax something over and everything like that. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't as simple. Oh as yeah, it is yeah, now. yeah. And and it turned out they, I was still on their radar. I was like, okay, yeah, we know this guy. You know, they. So so they did it right then on the spot. They said, okay. So so now I got a, I got a job at the source. And then now, suddenly, I was doing other other illustrations of the magazine now too. So I went from first they they didn't, they didn't even think of giving me any work to now not only do I have a spot, they said. 
Okay, now here's uh something else we gotta do. We need you to do a uh, do an illustration for this for this article real quick, you know. So I was doing that. That was good. And then when Star and this, I think this was about two years. And then Star. Oh, I only stayed out in Cali though for like eight months. Uh, quick story. I I, moved, I ended up moving back, coming back to New York. But um, then when Star left, then the work kind of dried up. When he when he was gone, then they they kind of stopped using me a little bit. Said okay. Um, then I left it alone. Tried to go back into comic books. I used to, I used to go to the comic book uh, conventions and stuff like that. And I would get to a little runaround. Back then, I was ahead of the manga, the manga, uh, uh, the manga uh, phase. So my work, I was, I was. It would look that day. It was like, no, it looks too cartoony. And like, why do people kind of have big eyes like that, and exaggerated proportions? And then Joe Madeira came out, and there, suddenly everybody then was manga everywhere. So, okay. <laughs> so I yeah. said, all right, you know what? At some point, I said, I said I, I'm, I'm good with this. And then I saw. Uh, I start seeing Alex Ross's art, and then I was thinking more about getting doing album covers and stuff like that. Because I think I did a couple of indie album covers. Uh, you know, I knew people that was rap. They were like, "Hey, we want you to do a do the do an album cover for me." And when I saw Alex Ross's art, I, some something said, "You know what? I like that style." But I was I was like, "Forget comic books for me." I said, "I want to be this guy, but in but in hip hop." You know what crazy. I mean? Like, I, and and that's when that's when I, I started saying okay I want I'm gonna take my time and start doing like making my work my work more look more realistic. Right, right. So yeah, so that so even though nobody's ever really said that direct comparison like that, you know. But I've said it myself. I've always said that I I, I did want to be the Alex Ross of hip hop. See, that's you know? crazy because like that's that's crazy. Cause now that you say like this is my first time hearing you actually say that, and now it makes total sense because like. You know, looking at your work over the years, it does. You know, a lot of people would say, "Oh, it looks so real. It looks, you know, it looks really real." And you know, we all know Alex Ross is one of the goats. Like, he, yeah, he's just so dope with it. When it comes to realistic looking art, like he's, yeah, he's up. He's there. still, he's still gonna make me uh, plop down four dollars on a book sometimes, even if I don't want it. Oh yeah, he's still kill- so yeah. crazy. Yeah, he's still killing the game right now. Still killing it, and it's crazy. It's a, it's across like, it don't even have to be Marvel. It, he's, he's killing DC characters. He's killing like, yeah, you know, it's crazy. But um, yeah, it's like it's the first time you're saying this, and it, it's, it's hitting because I, I never heard you, you know, go out and say it. But now I can see, you know, like yeah, you like that Alex Ross of hip hop, you know, as far as you know, mixtape covers, album covers, and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I wanted, I, cause I, like, cause I read, you know, where he was saying something about, you know, his work. Whenever, you know, when people see it, it always seems epic. And I thought that's why I said, okay, you know what? I want whenever I do something, I want, I want for it to feel epic. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Um, I want you to um let the people know, like, because you've done uh an array of mixtape covers for you know numerous artists and MCs. Um, and then not only that, um, album covers. Um, could you like, you know, let the people know some of the people you work with as far as, you know, mixtape covers, album covers? Oh yeah, K Slay, uh, Envy, uh, Clue. I'm trying to think. 
uh, oh, Khaled, Ace Hood, uh, Little Wayne, Birdman, Remy Ma, Papoose. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't believe some people out. Yeah, you you were very influential in, in like now that I look back on it, you were very influential in like Pat yeah, and Remy. I don't want to say I don't want to say I don't want to say like almost everybody at some point. Um, but yeah, like Clinton Sparks, all these, you know. And then that, you know. Yeah, I know it's gonna be it's gonna be people. I'm I'm, I'm gonna leave out. Uh, but yeah, at some point. Almost everybody. 50 Cent, G-Unit. Yeah, yeah. Ross. Yeah, oh yeah, Rick Ross. <laughs> I'm going off of some of the people I remember you, you, you know, doing Buster. Like. <laughs> yeah, Buster. You know, Buster. So out of all these people, like I said, I'm working with Star again. But Buster and Tigger too, these are the dudes that I've been, I've been working with consistently for like over 10 years, you know. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, I, when I uh, saw the uh, the Iron Man, the, the big Tigger, yeah, uh, Iron Man joint, I was like, yes, yeah, that's, that's so ill. I had to like repost it on the Hip Hop Marvels joint, but um, yeah, I, I, it's crazy to see because I know when I first met you, you were you know even then you were like you know yeah Tigger's my mentor and you know and and, and it's still rocking to this day. Same thing with Buster, you know. You yeah. Said same thing about Buster, and it's. I just did uh, Buster. He's opening up a. An Asian Caribbean joint up in in Brooklyn. And I just uh, Takia. I just did the logo for the you know for the outside sign and everything like that. Yeah, and he's uh, and he got a clothing line coming out that, that I'm doing the art for and all that stuff. The designs called a Lionheart. Yeah, like I said, so these are all things I can't really post though because. You know, I don't know how far they are and stuff like that, where they are in production. So I just, you know, I just sit on. I got a cover that it's for it's for an artist, and I can't remember his name. But um, now I might I might text this cover though behind uh, so you can see it behind the scene. But it's so detailed, and I did this cover. I did this cover easily over a year ago, and. And I remember the guy said, when I did it, I think it was, it was winter. It was, he first, he said, um, I'm going to post this, like, I think, like, next spring or something like that. And I kind of said, oh, okay. You know, and then, and then I remember since then, that time has passed. And I hit him and said, because like I said, I, I really did like the cover. So I said, um, well, let me know, let me know when I can post the cover. And he goes, all right, Playboy, I'll, I'll keep it. I'll keep you in touch. That's been about a, a year ago, still. So, so is he doing anything with with the project or what? Is yeah, he I don't know. But like I said, let me see if while we're on the phone, if I can send it to you. That's that's wow. <laughs> I had a few um, I had a few ideas too. I was like, I gotta, you know. I gotta come back out of retirement. <laughs> I said I gotta hit uh, K up because I got some crazy ideas, and now like that, you know, stuff excelled to a certain point. I'm like, all right, I think I'm, I'm about ready, you know. But you know, I mean, I do realize the game ain't the same. Yeah. But at the same time, 
at the same time, I still got love for it. You know what I mean? So, you know, every now and again, I, I may want to flex my my creative muscles. Yeah, I still listen to um to what you call it um ah. Uh, Iron Sharpens Iron. Because I especially love that uh, Savagely Attack track. Yeah, it's crazy. We were just, me and my engineer was just, like, as we were setting up, we were just listening to it. <laughs> yeah, I love that you know, joint. He was like, yeah, this, you know, because I said, yeah, this is who I'm getting ready to talk to. I said, he, he did this cover. He did majority of my covers. He was like, oh, word. He was like, yeah, I've seen him around. I heard about him, but, you know, so... I was schooling him but I, I felt it was really important I'm like I, I gotta get him you know people need to hear his story because they hit they need to hear his story because he's very much a part of hip-hop you know and the comic book scene you know what I'm saying so but like now like I said like now my creative muscle is flexing now and I'm ready like to get stuff going because it's like that part of the game is kind of I wouldn't say lost. It's just not visible right now. It's not yeah. very visible. Um, and, you know, I was talking to Sanford about it. I, I said, it's just a matter of it not being enough balance in the game. You know, I said, there was, right. a, there was a time and point where you could listen to the radio and you can get, you can get your thought provoking, you know, conscious rap. You know, one, you know, one song they'll play, you know, get by by Quali, and then the next they'll play, you know, a crunk joint by Lil John. Yeah, or, true. You know what I'm saying? But all on the same station, and you got your fix that way. And I said, now what makes it kind of crazy now is the fact that you go, you listen to a radio station, and they're playing the same subject matter back to back to back to back. And you got to kind of search elsewhere for the music. That you know, for other sources of music, you know, other types of music. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it used to be all just free flowing. It's just like, yeah, boom, we put this out to you, and you pick what you like. Yeah, it's no, it's no balances. Even in the DJ sets, there's just no balance. Like so, you know, so that's what kind of got my creative juices flowing. And I'm like, okay, let me throw something back out there. It's crazy because I've low key been working on some stuff, but <laughs> just just been sitting it to the side, um, you know. And I and I talk to you about it off record and whatever, but but yeah, yeah. like it, it's it's crazy. Um, and then of course I got this venture. This is why I'm I'm doing this venture too because you know, I mean you want you always want to have something that you can excel with. We were talking about this also, you know. With uh, I said look at cats like Nori and. And cats like Joe, yeah. Joe Budden, you know, they used to rap. They used to, you know, be. They used to MC, and now they found another avenue, you know. Well, um, yeah. Well, for, well, for me, I would say my uh, my thought process has evolved a lot since you know back. I think I had I had a lot of pride. I had this misplaced pride where. Okay, so I did say I, had, I, I subscribed to the Thousand Hour Theory, though, right? So, okay, you do master something, you know. But my thing was, I used to kind of have to feel, too, that, like, I know I know there's a beginning and there's a finish line. So, at some point, to me, now, as long as you're not hurting anybody or doing anything illegal, then it don't matter how you get to that finish line. You know what I mean? But But my ego used to be, like, so... So say if I'm successful, you know, my family, we're living comfortably, everything is good. And, I, and so as an artist, it had to be like, well, no, but I got to make that money as an artist. So 
So like it would it wouldn't feel the same if if suddenly uh if I did real estate, you know, like on the side, yeah. and I made and I did it, then then it'll be like, well, no, but I didn't make that money as an artist though. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so so when you see cats like them too now, yeah, it's like okay, even though originally we were propelled as rappers, but now if this is how we're we're being relevant and we're staying ahead and we're actually still influencing the culture and influencing well the world. You know, we're putting influence out now doing this. Then so be it. Yeah, I know? think that's genius. That's 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 a part of it. Um, I I noticed it especially with you know with DJs. I noticed it early on with like cats like Clue, and you know you would see Clue on MTV doing hosting work and stuff like that. Like, uh, you know, just just people that you keeping the like you said you keeping the culture going forward, but you just finding finding a different avenue. That's all. Um, you find a different avenue. Um, I look at I look at um, cat uh, one prime example that comes to mind. He and he's I mean he he wasn't on everybody's radar like that. Um, Young Berg, Young Berg, he, yeah. he was a rapper, but a lot of people don't know a lot of these hits they're hearing on the radio were produced by him. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember him getting into production. Yeah, at one like point. It, it's crazy. So he's keeping himself relevant and keeping the culture going forward. But, in, you know, going down a different avenue. And that's what I'm trying to do with this. Um, because, you know, let's face it, the mixtape game isn't the same as it was before. But at, this, at the same time, you know, I found another outlet and another way to, um, you know, do what I love to do. You know? Yeah, it's crazy. The whole way we consume music has changed. I go to, uh, I go to, I go to Target. And I think I took a picture of it. I, I meant to post it on Instagram and, and then it's so weird. Well, well, two two funny things. One, actually, Target they have a bigger album selection section now than actual uh, CDs. Like if you go in Target, yeah, 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 they got like a lot. Of, oh, you talking about vinyl, vinyl, like vinyl? Yeah, I saw that. I was like, we were wow, talking they about got that. a vinyl we were section. Talking about that. But then when you look at like CDs now, new releases, it's like six or seven things right there. I just like, <laughs> I like, yeah, it's it, it's it's crazy because now vinyl is 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 more popular now uh, due to it, the the collecting aspect of it. Yeah, um, it's crazy. DJ Eclipse broke it down. DJ Eclipse broke it down the the uh, first episode. He broke it down how you know um, people are buying vinyl and. Like, we were just talking about that whole spill, you know, as far as, like, streaming and compared to buying physical, even even with comic books and stuff like that. And he made an interesting point saying that going to the movies and watching these comic book films is the new going to the comic yeah. book buying comics. Yeah, I somebody <laughs> else saying that. Yeah, so I was like, that's an interesting point. Because um, a lot of people are invested. It's crazy. It's like more people are invested more in the MCU than the actual Marvel Universe. Yeah. In the comic books. Oh, yeah. So, it's, yeah. So, it's, it's, it's crazy um, to, like, see everything play out as we go forward. Um, so. But, um, yeah, so, like, you said, I know you said you um, you got some work that you wouldn't... Oh, yeah, I texted to you. I think I sent you one to pick down off the one through. Okay. Let me, oh, yeah, hold on. Let me check. Let me see. Oh wow, that's that's crazy. Yeah, and I, like I said, I did that in I think 2000, 
16 or something like that. <laughs> the colors and yeah, the colors are dope in there. Yeah, thanks. That's tough. And nope, he's like, all right, I'll let you know. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm sitting on mad stuff. I seen you. Um, I I, know, I noticed you do like some of the superhero, you know, the Marvel stuff from time to time. Yeah, like I said, I, I, I do stuff when I get a break between projects, real quick, and and, and that's why I call them quickies because literally, with what I get stuck with. Okay, uh, I posted it, it, maybe that's what you're talking about. Like, um, I posted a, a picture of, of uh, Ben Grimm turning into the thing yesterday. Did you see that? Yeah, okay. yeah. That yeah. picture too. Now that one. That's a couple of years old though, because I, like the from the pencils, to, I I just uh, I just inked it and in, uh, is it is it right to say ink it ink it online? Um, yeah, you, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. You know, I, I did it on the computer. I, I did it on the computer about uh, two weeks ago, but I but I did the pencils years ago because it's a it's a three panel uh, Kirby Kirby page that I love. That I said okay, I'm, I want to redo. Where it's like you know, basically it's it's him turning Ben Grimm turning into the thing. Yeah, I, I remember you did one like that a while back with the. Yeah, exactly. Which again, it, it takes yep. it takes me a long. Time. <laughs> but um, because between because because between projects, sometimes I'm thinking like, do I want to do that or do? Because then I I do tend to think for the gram, you know. So I'm like, okay, wait, should I finish working on this, or should I just real quick do a portrait of uh. I don't know, like like uh, like when you just see me do a portrait of a, either a superhero or something. That's something that honestly, if I if I sit down at my desk at at about say five o'clock today, quickly sketch it. Uh, and here's the other thing: how I change. I don't have to scan stuff anymore now. Too. I just I just take my phone and, and take a picture of it and then send send it to you know from the phone to the computer now. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's that's, it's crazy how technology is now. So if I do that, I can sit and do something like that at five o'clock, and then by like maybe twelve o'clock the next afternoon, it's done. You know, where sometimes if I'm doing something like where uh, I want to do something really action packed and detailed, then then that's when my mind goes. Oh, but then that's going to be going to take too long. So you might well maybe do this or do that. And you know, I remember I told you that's one of my problems too. I tend to overthink sometimes. So. So then I go, okay, well, you got to do something. And then that's why I just say, okay, just do a quick portrait. But uh, while, while we're on the phone, what do you think? Here's, here's where I'm at. I didn't like Endgame. It was okay, but, nah, I liked Infinity War better. I, that's, that's crazy because I was going to ask you about it. Well, I was like, you know, since I, I want to hear his, his take. So, I and you know what? A few people have, uh, a few people hit me up with that same, you know, with that same uh, rebuttal. Like they, they were saying, you know, Infinity War was much better. And, 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 yeah, and Infinity War was a superhero. That was to me what I loved about it was Infinity War. Think about it when it came on. Infinity War didn't they didn't care if you didn't follow any of those other movies. It just came on. You were watching something. If that was your first time, you were seeing characters you never knew. They were doing something, but they didn't say, "Oh, before you watch this, you gotta watch this movie." And then that, they just said, "Nope, here we go right now." And it, that's what, and that's what I thought. I said, "Okay, that's what I like." So it had action. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I get that. I get that. I, and I, hundred percent, I get what you're saying. I think more so 
the re I guess the reason why I like Endgame um, is because it was like, like they already were going into it being a bookend. Yeah. So, you know, to this like to all of the movies, you know, it's just like this bookend at the end, and of course, uh, we have to tie up all you know any loose ends um, before we move on. And I I like the fact that they did. Um, I understand what you're saying as far as like Infinity War, like it, it did come on, like when it came on, they were on the ship and just all chaos, all chaos broke out. You know what I mean? Pun intended. But yeah, like you know, they, you see Hulk fighting um, Thanos, and you see you know uh, Loki dying and Humdell dying, and it's just like it's just crazy. It's just like, and if you haven't, like you said, if you haven't seen it. Or anything prior to that. Yeah, but but what I think that's what it's supposed what so what it's supposed to do, like 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 we we, we both agree. So you said the, the 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 theater is the new comic shop. But every year comic book shops are closing. So what 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 this should do is make people who are really interested in this stuff go back out and seek the source material. Exactly. And it, and you I know? think it is doing that to a certain degree. I think it is doing that. Um, even with you know, with Disney acquiring Fox, and them, you know, okay, we got Dark Phoenix dropping next month. Um, mm-hmm. Or well, by the time this drops, it should be, it should be, yeah, it should, it, this month I should say. Um, you know, we got Dark Phoenix dropping this month. So after that, I think that's the run, the end of the the Fox run of X Men stuff. So. Um, we're, we're, I, I think it's safe to say that we can start talking about X Men in the MCU. So with that said, yeah. with that said, you know, I'm hoping it gives the viewers and people that you know really aren't into the story, just you know, like that. I hope it gives them, uh, you know, motivation to go out and get because they they're redoing a lot of the X Men comics now. Due to that, if, if you remember, for a short time, like they took X Men and Fantastic Four off the shelves for a while because of that back and forth between Fox and, and Disney. You know. Yeah, and then they tried to replace X Men with uh the, the Inhuman, right, and that, and that didn't, didn't work. work. Yeah, so I'm 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 hoping that that comes of that. Like I, I'm I'm hoping that by the time we do hear about you know a, char- a, a mutant character in the MCU, you know, people can go back to the, you know, comic shop and read, like you said, read the source material, read where these characters came from, read what they're about, you know, their abilities and how the st- their storyline mm-hmm. started and stuff like that. Um, I mean, it, it, it both can help, you know what I'm saying? So I think as long as we got, I mean, think about it. This, the, with the first 22 movies, of the MCU were based off of, in a nutshell, were based off of the Infinity Gauntlet, which would, you know, which is, you know, one of those epic storylines from Marvel, one of my favorite storylines. Um, so they had to go to. Now they didn't use the source material verbatim, but they had to go to the source material to pull some things out of it, and that's why we were excited at certain moments in those movies um, because we remember the source material. You know, like I remember when Civil War came out, and the fact that uh, Ant Man was on Hawkeye's arrow was crazy. People flipped. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? People, 
Yeah, they remember that, that yeah, cover. Yeah, people flip. Yeah. They remember that cover. That was pulled from, you know, source material. Or uh, what's another thing that was pulled from source material? Um, the, I mean, even even the friendship of of, of Hawkeye and, and, and uh, Black, Black Widow. Widow. Um, I, and then the fact that the, the, the Vision and Scarlet Witch. Yeah, all of this stuff is pulled from, like, source, yeah, from source material. And it's crazy. It's pulled from old and new, though. You know what I mean? Old and new. Uh, Iron Patriot. You know what I'm saying? On Iron... What was yeah. It? And uh, Iron Man uh, 2. Was it 2 or 3? Three? 3. Oh, 3. Yeah, right? Iron Man yeah, three. 3. Yeah, they had the Iron Patriot. Um, you, I mean, just the Hulkbuster. Uh, like, this is yeah. all stuff pulled from source material. So... And then even even in in um, Endgame, the Professor Hulk. Yeah, Professor, yeah, Professor Hulk. Um, you got uh, Cap finally saying Avengers Assemble. And yeah, lifting um, Mjolnir like it's it's crazy. It's a whole the Stormbreaker. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it, you, it can, you can go on and on with like references from the source material. Um, so I, I think it's needed. I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to think that comic books are, are going to be obsolete because as long as the stories are being told, they're going to have to pull from source material somewhere. You know. Yeah, it's just, it's just though. Again, like like music, the way people consume it is going to change. You know, which. But I mean, I mean, I guess it's inevitable because at the same time, if we go back to music, look how many people. Uh, a lot of people lost jobs. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the, yeah, you're right. You're right. You know. That's what up. Uh, so so. I, I, we we didn't talk about this, but me and me and uh, me and my wife we had to have a talk at one point um, because because I did, but now I, but I always believe so so my faith in God how you always end up where you're supposed to end up. So I took a gig, you know, and I remember last time we was talking. If you knew, I took I took I, got, I took a gig teaching kids, right? You know, I teach kids the art. So how I ended up doing that was because at the end of the day too, there was some some income. Okay, and I don't want I'm not trying to. We we live. Kinda extravagant. We toned it down a little bit, you know what I mean. But to 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 where we where we were at, it was like okay, you need a little bit more money to come back in. So then that's why I got the teaching gig, right? But but at one point, you know, I had, I had to reckon was I didn't I didn't necessarily I didn't fail. The industry that I worked in changed. You know what I'm saying? Like like it would it would it would have yeah it would have been one thing if suddenly like I stopped getting work because people were saying. Man, this dude chaos. He can't keep up, man. You know, he he's falling behind. He's not doing anything. You know, he's, that didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? So the, the way the the field that I worked in literally changed. You know, them. I and I, I did. If I would have wrote blogs and stuff like that, I would have actually wrote something about it. But I looked around. I saw how even even print shops went out of business. You know, like for me, dude, my whole my whole life's goal past being just an artist. My dream had to change. That's why, again, too, if you saw me on, on media, sometimes I, I start quoting up like Bruce Lee. I start saying, your dreams, your goals should be liquid. You know, it should be able to, to change. Oh, and, yeah, for sure. And like like we yeah, mentioned earlier. take on a shape of whatever receptacle. Yeah, because so here, so here was my, this was my plan. Dude, I planned to get a a, a, cop, a 24-hour print shop, comic shop. Like, I went, I saw, I envisioned a store where it was like half a comic shop on one side, then a print yeah, shop. Yeah, we talked about this. I, we it, talked it, about this before, yep. We sure did. <laughs> yeah, and and because and because the way it was, 
a print shop, you never thought you would lose business, you know, in a print shop because people were buying, getting flyers done all the time. Yeah, somebody is but always, now, yeah, it's, 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 but everything's so digital now. You don't even have to have yeah. paper. Like, so now, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So now these two, these two <laughs> goals, useless, you know, comic shop, honestly, I say support comic shops. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't advise anyone to to create to to, to open yeah, one now. You yeah, know what I mean? Think about it, man. Like every anything that was involving physicalness of paper is yeah. obsolete. What or or getting there? Like you know? Um, yeah, because you do. You go down to South Beach. Well, not, not even South Beach. I know. I know. Uh, wherever you, you know, any any club area. You know what I'm talking right. about. But but you know. Um, it used to be in Atlanta before, right? Even right? the billboards got computer uh, screens and stuff. Like, you yeah, don't even but, print but, out billboard signs anymore. Like, it's crazy. But but I'm sure in Atlanta, you've you know you you've seen this too. Like, in, in uh, downtown, the hot spot, you park anywhere down there, you come back to your car, there's flyers oh, all, yeah, all for over sure. your car, all on the windshield. Yeah, don't let it... Now that's Yeah, gone. that's going. Don't let it be like a festival or something like that. Or like, don't let it... Like, uh, an event... Yeah, that's gone. It's... It, it's replaced with Facebook now. I know they got like what do you call the Facebook groups and stuff like that. Where yeah. that's how people send out. They send stuff out. Nobody's going to the to print anymore. Saying hey, I want to you know do this. Even do even wedding wedding invitation. <laughs> yeah, you could get an email email one. Like you could send an email yeah, so, invitation. Like you even I, it's crazy because even paying my bills. Like you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. I don't get paper bills anymore. Or like. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't uh, did one of those uh, remitt- remittance bills. Like when you send it back in, I haven't done something like yeah. that. I don't know how long. Yeah. It's like paper is obsolete. And, and like you know, for a comic book, you get all you need is a tablet. Like you, you don't have to. You yeah. Know, you don't have to like turn the pages. I mean, you can on the tablet, and it, it give. It, it even gives the effect of a page turning. You know, but it's not physical yeah. paper. Yeah. But. But yeah, but that whole industry like that, like you know, and I had to, I had to, I had to accept that. I had to go. Okay, well, you know, again, it's nothing we did. Right, right. And know, I just had just... to move with the times and find a different avenue. Um, and and just so happened that you know my love for hip hop and my love for for Marvel and, and and comics and stuff like that, um, they just went hand in hand for me. And I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna push this. I'm gonna talk about two you know two cultures two two loves of two meet uh art medium that i i enjoy and you know find a way to push that out there and i'm you know and with this i have a ton of ideas and i mean like you said um i had to come to that realization too you know i thought it was me but i'm like i never lost my creativity exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? it's, it's not like oh you know dub fell off because he couldn't put together a, a ill tape no nah, it ain't that it's just the the market is very different um so I, yeah i, I mean the times you know like it's like you know when i saw and I, I mentioned them earlier too the tower records down down on west 4th street 4th and broadway when that one that closed then i saw the hmbs and all that they're closing you know well the Wiz was the first one way back you know but you see all these places yeah where where you go, okay, there's not there's there's not really uh what you call a record shop anymore, a record store, you know. And then now look at what you call it. There's 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 barely 
a bookstore too. You know, I know I know three Barnes and Nobles around us to close. The only one is still there. It's, it's a big one. It's a big one. Um, at the at the uh, what you call it mall. Um, but that's the one that's still there. But uh, but some of the other little ones, the regular ones. You know, they're all closed. The borders, the borders at the mall, that closed. Yeah, it's to the point to where everything is on, everything is online. Everything is online. People don't even leave their house to buy groceries now. Like, you don't even have to leave, you, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to buy groceries. You can get stuff delivered to you. You don't have to buy, you can go shopping for, people. a lot of people do, uh, a lot of people do Christmas shopping online and take care of everything. Yeah, I saw a, I saw a Samsung refrigerator uh, that 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 all, that all the groceries for you. All you got to do is put your credit card in it, and uh, there's certain things that you program that you that you buy regularly. And excuse me, and and when it's low, and it, it, it is because it's uh, that integration system where you actually talk to it. You know what I mean? Like you could say, what was it called? It, it was called Bixby. Uh, oh yeah, Bixby. And yeah, you go, yeah. Yeah, you go, you go. Bixby, we're low, we're low on eggs, and Bixby is going to is going to contact uh, going to contact the, the supermarket, the, the local whatever supermarket you you put in that's local over there around you, and they're going to order eggs for you and have it delivered. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. And it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, and and, and and since it has your credit card information, it just gets gets deducted from your credit yeah, card. Yeah, that that's wild. Like we're in different. It's crazy though, but um, you know, I always say that like I'm grateful that I, I grew up in in, a, in an era where that stuff like I, I I'm, I'm glad I grew up in an era to where you know I had the benefit of not having computers and the internet and then and then yeah. also but also it comes you know I, I'm glad I'm in the era to where I can witness and see how the world is moving forward um yeah but just so so with me I draw the line there though I'm not talking to I'm not talking to appliances. <laughs> you know, I'm not you see no, because you see Alexa and all of them I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna be saying something. I'm not gonna be saying, uh, Alexa, turn on the lights. Alexa, uh right. turn to channel fourteen for me. I'm not doing all that. I'm not com- I'm not gonna be coming in where the computer says to you, uh, how was your day? You know, I'm not doing none of that. <laughs> no. I'm not talking yeah, to Yeah, we we in the Jetsons era, really. Yeah. Um, that, that's why I said that that and uh, autonomous cars. I'm not doing none of that stuff. I, that's why I, I joked. Where I, I, I joked and said I'm gonna be Blade Runner. And when everybody got those flying cars and everything like that, I'm gonna still be down on the ground with a Mustang <laughs> or Camaro or something like that. For real, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. It's crazy. The only way, the only way I'll give into that, if you could find a way to hack into somebody's nervous system. Then I'll take a chance. But meanwhile, all I know is if I'm driving a car that you could hack into the car's navigational system, oh, yeah. I'm not I'm not driving that. But if you tell me, okay, well you know what? As a human, we could still we could hack into your system too and control you. Then I'll go, okay, well then I can take a chance. So there's either 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 way you got me. But as long as I know I can still drive a car without <laughs> interference, I'm good. I'm good. Now, and I'm this is it. stuff, you know. This is stuff we used to read about in, in, in comics, man. Like, you know, you, you, you read comics not only for, like, to, to take you to other places, but to take you into the future. Um, also to, like, raise your vocabulary and 
and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, definitely. You know, so. That's another thing. That's another uh, yeah part I didn't expound on about uh, getting your kids to read comic books too early on. You know, your kid, your kids will have an extraordinary vocabulary at an early, early age for sure. That's that's one of the reasons why you know I, I gravitated towards um, rapping and stuff too. So. Like I would read comic books and some of the words, I, you know. And then I was that cat that walked around with the dictionary, too. That just read the dictionary. Yeah. You know? And I think, I think you know, I know we, we've said that before when we talked in the past. And I remember I remember asking my mom certain words, and she would be like, no, look it up. Right, yeah. You know, especially <laughs> especially reading, uh, I always said, especially reading Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah, you definitely had it. Any, any other stuff, cosmic yeah. stuff. The cosmic stuff in, 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 exactly. in Marvel? You had to get your vocabulary up. You 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 almost had to have a dictionary right next to you while you were reading Fantastic Four yeah. or Guardians of the Galaxy or, or something like that, or like a Silver Surfer. Yeah, no, I, I didn't carry one with me, but in the house, yeah, I, had, I definitely have one right right by me. And I would say, Mom, what's what's this? What what are unstable molecules? What? Look it up. <laughs> yep. Look it up. Yeah. But yeah, that that definitely. You know that 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 helps, but we we we're, we're losing that because you know you no know, one reads. But yeah, man. So is there anything you wanna um you know want the people to know? Uh, you wanna you wanna plug in your your social media your, where they can view more of your art. Um, like you can see me here on IG at Real Miami Chaos One. Miami Chaos, M-A-I-M-I-K-A-O-S. So real Miami Chaos, the number one. Um, other than that, just be positive, spread positivity. You know, somebody gives you negative energy, it's up to you to pass that energy on. You know, you could take it and change it. You know, there's, there's and, and, and again, I had this conversation with someone the other day. So some woman, I was out and we and total stranger and we were talking, very pleasant. You know, she said she thought I was nice. I'm telling her how, how pleasant she was. And we were talking about that same energy. We were saying, you know what? Yeah, if, if somebody's really nice to you, it's hard for you to, in turn, turn around and be mean to somebody else. You know, because if you just had a, a pleasant experience with somebody, you're thinking, wow, yeah, you know. And you and you pass that on. So what happens is, it's, it's, uh, it's like that thing, uh, uh, what do you call it? To pay it forward. Like for a minute, that chain is where somebody does something nice, and everybody that comes right behind it does it nice. Now eventually, somebody breaks that chain, though. But until then, for a minute, everybody's everybody, yeah. passing that same energy yeah, on. Exactly, exactly. You know, exactly. And 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 that's all it takes, though. Everybody could be the, the little the change that they want. Like I said, it's it, it's hard for to greet somebody with with kindness and a smile for them to just turn around and and then be nasty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know it's been a I know it's been a minute. We gonna we gonna uh we gonna yeah. um, reconvene. We gonna chop some chop it up, uh you know off offline off off air or whatever um off the right off. Yeah, I'm gonna lock your number your number. Yeah, there. cause I had I I you know Ben changed my phone and I'm like I thought I had it in uh, here. I thought I switched it over, but yeah, apparently I, think I we, didn't. Yeah, I think we talked about a year ago. Yeah, right? because. Real yeah, because yeah. I was in um, process of uh, moving. I'm, you know, I'm in North Carolina now. So, but um, but yeah, you hooked up. Did you hook up with Chuck T out there? Yeah, I did. I did one time. Um, okay. One time, actually, he uh, he had printed some CDs off for me. 
because my sister she had wrote a book and uh yeah, oh, she wrote cool. a book, and um, I did it. She wanted me to do a promotional like mixtape for her, so I I, I did. Mm-hmm. And um, we were looking for somebody to you know to press the CDs up, and um, I was like, well, I think I got somebody, so I reached out to Chuck. Yeah, he hooked that up, man. So yeah. Yeah, Chuck. Chuck. Yeah, he yeah he doing his thing. He doing his thing. You know what? I need to hit him up for you know. For some uh, some pointers, man, because he's he's definitely a business dude. I've always been that. The, always been the, uh, and you probably could attest to this. Um, at, well, up until a certain point, but I always been the dude that uh, I wanted to be the creative, and that's it. Like I wanted to create, yeah. and I wish I, you know, I was that the guy that you know was like I wish somebody else could um, take care of the business aspect for me. And just let me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Of, and just let me. Yeah, like and just that. let me create. That's all I want to do. You know. Um, yeah, that's why I remember. I I used to I used to uh, I used to kind of rally against. Remember the the boss the boss culture. Where everybody used to be like, I'm, I'm a, a boss. boss yeah. And, yo, I speak <laughs> to the boss. And I go, man, being a boss isn't always for everybody. You know, some people. You know, some people just want to. Want to be creative? Yeah, just want to indulge no. in their work, and that's it. And, I mean, yeah, you still want to reap the benefits. Yeah, of course, I still want to get paid, but all the yeah. BS that comes with it, like I'm, I'm not for that. You know, I just rather just do my work and then let somebody else deal with that or something. Exactly. You know? So that's that's how I always was. But like to see him grinding, like you know, that's why I said I'm at a point in time to where, like you said, I'm gonna let some of my ego, some of my pride go, and. Yeah, it's, you know, like I said, it's where you want to end up. Right. It doesn't always make a difference how you get there now. Exactly. You know? Like I said, as long as you're not hurting nobody or doing anything illegal, and it is what it is, you know. Like I said, and I used I used uh, a property property uh, management too, because because I, I even dabbled in that for me. I got one of one of my friends out here. That's what he does, and and I've I've put in some money with him um, on some projects and stuff like that, and. And you know, like to basically flip some quick money. He's like, "Hey, there's this, there's this, there's this house we want to, um, we're gonna fix it up." And and then I'm going to help, like do the do the labor to help fix it up, and then sell it back for a quick profit. You know, this is this is something that he does regularly. You right, know what I mean? right. So it's like, okay, well, if I do this and this takes care of that, you know, it's still honest day's work. It don't make a difference. So yeah, exactly. So, but um. Yeah, like I said, we're gonna um, we're gonna chop it up, you know, um, off the record and everything. Like I said, I got a ton, tons of ideas of, of where I want this to go, and like you know, you like I said from the get go, from the start, you you contributed. I remember we were gonna do our own thing before uh, when we had we had the blog and everything. Um, yeah, you know, uh, get them to the geek. So we were always. Yeah, yeah. So we were always on that tip, you know, of, of doing like we were thinking ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say if we would have really yeah. pushed that back then, we would have been. We would've yeah, been ahead. we were thinking ahead. We, it was just to the fact effect of we were still caught up in the now, you know. That, yeah. During that time, I was still putting out mixtapes. Um, I think it was I was right after the the last Just O Awards. You know, I had won the Rookie of the Year. And, like it was just you know, so we were like caught up in in that, but um, and you know it's funny though. It's, it's funny to kind of see so much of that kind of going too now. Like if you say the Just Awards, there's people now that go, "What's that?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. 
Like I said, I mentioned the other day, I said I'm like the last rookie of the year. <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> do they still even do the uh, the SEA awards too? You know what? That's that's that, that that's either. a good question. I'm not quite sure. That's a good question because that was like the only one surviving after the yeah after the Justos. Um, but yeah, yeah, and that's another thing, people. You might not know this man that I'm speaking to right now has multiple awards. Um, he has an award. He, he ha, you know, when the Justos were you know popping, you had an award named after you. You know, yeah, that was. You know what I mean. So any other graphic designer that won, they won the Miami Chaos Award. Like it's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) You know. So. Yeah, that was that was kind of cool. Yeah. So. But yeah, man, it was good chopping it up with you. Um. All right, man. God, God bless. God bless you and your family. I talk with you. Yeah, man. You too. You the same. Yeah. Tell the family I said what's up, and um, yeah, I talk to you soon. All right. Peace. Peace.